Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, yes, welcome if you're tuning in to ESPNU right now. ESPN Radio, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're joined now by Doc Holliday, sports director at WMC Action News 5 in Memphis who uh, was originally invited on this show by none other than Jay Will after Jay got into it with someone as usual and had to come on the it. show to, to, to square things away. No? That's not what happened? No. No, I thought do, it was Do what you want to actually tell people what happened? Why don't you tell people what happened? <laughs> I can tell people what happened. So I, I said that I, I thought Josh had been suspended. Doc, who spends time in Memphis, reached out to me, and we connected. A lot of people thought it was confrontational, but actually we turned out to be pretty dope friends about it. And now Doc is going to be a, a normal, frequent person on our show because he's given us insight. And we conversed about it. So when this news broke the other day, I reached out to my man via text. I was like, Doc, Doc, what's up? Because I wanted to hear his perspective on it. So, Doc, yeah. like, I, I want you to – the floor is yours now, brother. I'm curious to hear over the last day with, you know, once again – John Morant with the pistol in an IG video, and I've heard your takes on it. I, I, I rock with it. You tell me what you think. Well, first of all, how y'all doing, man? Uh, it's, it's good to be on the show again, Keyshawn, Max, Jay, and Jay. How you? How's your family doing, man? Let me ask you that. How's your family doing? Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you reaching out when my mom passed too, man. That means a lot, brother. Thank you. We're doing all right. No, no doubt about it. Well, I, I mean, I was just like everybody else, man. When you sent me the text, I was just waking headed to the barbershop, and I was like, Hold on, I'm looking at the phone. I'm like, I know, I know Jay not talking about this new video of, of Ja allegedly flashing the gun. So I immediately went and checked it out. And when I saw, I mean, I was just speechless. That's all I can say. I was asked, I, I was speechless. I was disappointed. I didn't expect us. Now I didn't expect I didn't expect, you know, Ja or any of us to mature and, and, and get grown over the course of a couple of months. Uh and I was expecting to have another incident, you know, just just because he's young and rich. And I know you don't learn your lesson that fast. A lot of times it takes you about five or six or seven or eight times to get knocked upside the head like it did for me. But when it happened so quickly, I'm, I'm like, we were just dealing with this two months ago. So I was extremely, uh, you know, I was just speechless and I was disappointed uh, and still disappointed because I would have thought that. You know, he learned his lesson uh, from what happened a couple of months ago, and I, I would have thought that he meant everything that he said. And I know, man, people say things. They know when to say things. They know how to say things uh, to get people off of them. Uh, uh, so just to see that happening again, man, I, I was speechless just like a lot of other people in the city. Uh, a lot of people still love and support job. I still love and support job, but at the same time, you got to call wrong, wrong, and, you know, uh, I always say open rebuke is better than secret love, man. I don't love you if I don't pull your coattail and tell you you're doing debt wrong. And that's some of the things that I be talking about growing up in inner city Memphis. I grew up around the same kind of people that apparently, allegedly, he acting like he want to be, you know. And, and I know those guys. I had, you know, a real close friend just got out of prison from doing 35 years. Other ones did 30. 25, 27, 22, 20, and I'm not exaggerating. And all of them say the same thing. I wish I wouldn't have did what I was doing. I wish I wouldn't have been in those streets. And those just friends that had murder charges. I'm not talking about the drug dealers and the robbers I grew up with. So uh, 
just to have that kind of thing and to portray that kind of image, man, and try to act like you want to be a part of a life that a lot of guys in that life, the only reason they're in that life because they didn't have basketball talent or athletic talent. And some of them did. They just chose to uh, go towards that life. So uh, I was just speechless and extremely disappointed. You know, Doc, I, I uh, yesterday, obviously, we, we touched up on the situation with Ja. And I, you know, just throughout the course of the day or even throughout the night, uh, driving in early this morning, I grew up in the city of Los Angeles, in the inner city of L.A. Like, like you could take the worst parts of L.A., New York, and, and Chicago and blend it all in one and drop it down in South Central L.A. That's how I grew up, all right? Gun violence, drugs, homies in prison, just you, you name it. But I found a way to escape that to a degree. Now, I was, as an adolescent, I was in all sorts of trouble. I mean, that's what was around me. But I grew up in it. And I find myself wanting to figure out how to, if I could grab him and sit down with him for a few days and just have a a real conversation with him to understand. And I often carry something around in my phone. I carry carry a saying around in my phone that's in my in my uh, archives, when I lost all my excuses, I found my results. And that's true, because it was always an excuse, right, as I was younger. Yeah. But eventually I found those results. And I think once I make the decision to change and surround myself around the right people, I could have greater pastors. Do you think, by knowing him and being on the ground in Memphis, that he is going to change his surroundings with his people moving forward after the second incident? I think I think he is, man. You know, a lot of times, like I said, you have to be knocked in the head a couple of times. And I, I think his I think his friend is extremely embarrassed and feel bad, and he should. Because if you're a true friend, you don't put your friends in those situations. And that's what I always say, man. I have my cousins and my close friends who were doing things that I knew what they were doing. You know, but they never involved me in those things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, with me, you know, we fighting, we doing that as a child. But they had gotten into some other things. So they, real friends don't allow you to do those things. So I think, you know, I think he's going to get it together. I hope he gets it together because I know at 23, I was extremely immature, man. I was, you know, I was an NFL player, but I started on the practice squad and I was, I was a fool. I was ignorant. I was ignorant at 33. So now I'm, I'll am i be 50 this year. I'm finally getting some maturity. So, And I'm not making any excuses. We can talk about age. But you know, man, when you're rich in your wealth and you're a star athlete and you haven't been real, really held accountable for your actions and you have friends who are around you and you're uplifting their life, they're really taking from you. They're not giving anything. You see, Doc, hold, hold on, Keith. I, I really want to say something, man. First off, he's allowed to carry a gun on him. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee law has said he's allowed to carry a gun on him. Mm-hmm. Now, should he? It's a different question. Me, frankly, Doc, I rather hire twenty four seven security, who is strapped, who always it, their job is to protect me. But I understand young Dolph and some of the things that have happened in Memphis. How there could be a need to want to protect yourself if he was willing to protect himself. But there is a way that I think around this, Doc, where I don't think this is. This is for show, it feels like, more so for protection. And the, the showing of it, because anybody knows, Doc, if you really want to be protected, if I really want to carry, 
I don't want the world to know that I'm carrying. I don't want you to know how you'll come mm-hmm. at me. You want to come at me? Like, you want to find out when you come at me. Like, that's how the way you really do it. But like, there's a, the, the, the maturity aspect that you were just explaining, right, is something that, and it's unfortunate, but it's the world that we live in. From young black men, you talked about on your post, man, like you are automatically a threat when people see you right off. Not only to white people, to other black people, too, and how you interact. So when things pop off, is your initial reaction to go like this and protect yourself? Like, so there's a responsibility that comes along with it. And I also go to this, Doc. Like, there's a responsibility that comes along with being a gun owner, right? And flippantly taking that stuff out, dancing with it, toying with it, regardless of whether you can blame his friend or not. Like, it's that kind of mindset that is what makes me worry, because if that just pops off, and somebody deems that to be something else, we could be talking about John Morant losing his life. So all these damn jokes that people are talking about, you can lose me with that. I almost curse. You can lose me with all that. This is this young man's life. I don't care if he's a billionaire. I don't care if he's dead broke. This is We see this every day in our community, Doc. And I'm glad we have people like you. And I'm glad that you and I, with the way things have kicked off, we're like, not nah, because it's about something bigger than us. And I'm glad we have people like you can stand up and say things like that because they need to be heard, man. I appreciate that. And you make a great point. And that's what I said, man. We, you know, we all have the Second Amendment right to carry a gun. That's that's not illegal. Here in Tennessee, you don't even even need a permit to carry a gun. But we will be, you know, I would be idiotic to not point out and understand it's a double standard. When this magical melanin already makes me a target when someone sees me, I don't care what race you are. You know, even amongst us, we racially profile one another. So you know, you look at like, what's, what's, what's up with my boy? What's up with you, dog? If I don't know you, I mean, that's the problem we have to deal with from all races, including ourselves. So people, if I see you, can't see you out in the hood or just they just see you and they know you have a propensity of carrying a pistol, you might not even have it on you. You might not even be on that, but they know you keep one on you. You get bumped. Step on your shoes. It's a problem. They're pulling theirs. They're pulling theirs. And next thing you know, they're throwing hot rocks at you. And you done lost your life. Somebody done lost their life and you done got hurt. So you have to be careful about that because there are double standards. There are quadruple standards. It's not fair, but it's the reality of the situation. So I don't want to see young black boys or young black girls, anybody really, but especially the children in our community, thinking it's okay to go out there flashing pistols because... We already a threat. You know, how many times have you seen somebody get shot? Oh, I thought he had a gun. Thought I saw a gun. Thought I saw a gun. And it, it, it disproportionately happens to us. So you have to be careful about that in the images that you portray. Whether you want to be a role model or not, you are. Doc, there's also, talking to Doc Holliday, sports director, WMC Action News 5 in Memphis, there's also the issue of judgment on Jaws' part along these lines. He, I get about, hey, the politicians pose with guns all the time. right? I get it. But they answer to the NRA. Jai answers to the NBA. And the NBA has more civilized standards. And they're, they're enforcing them, right? John Morant, the issue here to me is judgment. Because he just lost by not making all NBA, probably because of the suspension, right? He missed games. $40 because he can't qualify for the super-duper max now extension, right? $40 million, you would think, starts to tell someone, maybe I need to not do that again. And then he did it again. He, fl- he did it on his own Instagram Live, right? To me, that says... No, his- he did it on Devontae. On- okay, still, Baker's- but on Instagram Live. Instagram. So th- to me, that, that says his judgment is impaired somehow. Is he that 
unaware of what just happened? Right. So so people asked him after the first time, did you go into alcohol um, counseling? He said, no, I have no problem there. It was anger management or whatever it was or stress management counseling. But I think it's fair to ask the question, is his judgment here impaired somehow? Because why would he have another self-inflicted wound like this? Well, Max, that's a great question, and that's and I want to go back to the first point you made because I, I, I've gotten it out. Well, politicians do all, do it all the time. You say politicians answer to the NRA. Politicians answer to their constituents. If your constituents are gun-toting people, those are the ones voting you in. This is an NBA. This is a multi-billion-dollar industry. They have do's and don'ts. You have constitutional rights, but the these private entities that you work for, they have do's and don'ts. I understand the constitutional rights. I'm not going to infringe on those, but we have do's and don'ts. It's a, this is a two-party thing. I contract with you. You contract with me. On that contract, say, this is what I require of you. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. You can either say, you know what? I don't agree with that, so I ain't going to deal with that. But when we do, they say, okay, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. And I say, you asked about his judgment being impaired. Uh, I would say, yes, but because a lot of times, a lot of things that I do, my judgment still in When you're not seeing the world for what it really is, and like I said, you when you're really not being held accountable, see, a lot of us think, a lot of people think, oh, man, he lost all that money. But I've been around a lot of athletes that once they get 10, 15 million in the bank, they don't even really worry about nothing else. Once they get two or three million in the bank, they don't really worry about nothing else. I play with cats who... You know, they just used to pick up the phone and just be like, your, your account balance is $700,000. You know, uh, Lawrence Phillips was a real good friend of mine. We played for the Rams together. I started up on the practice squad. And that was my guy. And LP was one of those who used to try to talk to me like LP, but LP would run, he would run down everything that he'd been through in his life. And you would have to understand and respect the struggles that he had, even though I used to try to talk to him and pull his coattails. So uh, I'm hoping you know, Ja learns this lesson uh, before something really bad happens because bad things can happen. I don't care where you are, especially when somebody knows you want to keep that stick with you. You have to be careful about that. Doc, let me ask you this real quick before we let you get out of here. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. Everybody keeps talking about the friend, right? The friend. Yeah. His surroundings are the friend. Where in the hell is his parents at? Where is his dad? Because that's the only person that I know. And every time I see his dad, he seems like a friend to me. He doesn't seem like a dad to me, right? He seems like a friend. When you on the sidelines of the Laker game, getting into it with, with another team and a fan, and all, like that seems like a friend to me opposed to a dad. Where is he at in policing all of this with his son? Uh, Key, man, you know um... – the opinion you just stated, man, and the point you just make, I mean, that's what I hear all the time. You know, are you his dad? Are you his friend? Are you his partner? Are you his butt? I mean, he's he's involved in his life. He's involved in his, you know, John's sister's life. He's, he's an involved parent. But, you know, a lot of people question his parenting skills because you have to look at, because I'm the type, man, I got four children. I got two boys and two girls. I will go broke and be homeless before I act like I'm your friend and don't pull your coattail and get in your head and yeah, get in your mug. Absolutely, 100%. When you get wrong. So you have a, I mean, your question and your point is it's extremely valid, and I hear it all the time, man. He's there, but a, a, a conversation has to be had with Ja, and a conversation has to be had 
with T, like, what are we going to do, man? Because all eyes are pointing on you. Jaws a young man. But they're looking at you because they see you a lot on television and interacting with people. Yeah, but yeah. your son is keep, you know, keeping making these immature mistakes. So, yeah. uh, what you gonna step up and do? Yeah, Doc Holliday, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, sports director, WMC Action News Five in Memphis. Doc, thanks a lot for your insight. Appreciate you, Doc. Hey, man, thank you all, man. All right, brother. More KJM coming right up. ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. So, Doc Holliday, we just had on here on KJM, said a lot. We're talking about the John Morant situation. And uh, it's just hard to believe after he just got the eight-game suspension, it wound up being a two-game suspension, really, because six games he'd missed getting counseling, which when asked if it was for alcohol abuse, he said no. It was for, I think he said, uh, a stress management at the time. You know what, JC? The reason I asked him about the dad T is because that's important to me, right? If, if, If you got a son or daughter out there that's making mistakes and doing certain things, you want to try to reel them in no matter what the cost is. I had a son that had a college scholarship that was rolling. And this is, everybody, oh, it's taboo because now it's pretty much legal all over the place It's so in terms of smoking cannabis. But he was in college smoking cannabis at the University of Nebraska. And I simply said, they say don't do it. It's not legal to do regardless to what the, you can do. Or you can buy it. You, they say no, don't do it. So I snatched his ass out of school so he can understand you're going to sit tight. You're gonna, not only are you not going to embarrass yourself, you're not going to embarrass me, you're not going to embarrass the university, you're not going to embarrass the coaches. So you got to learn certain things. And once you learn those certain things, now we can get back on track. Now, Ja is a grown man making millions on top of millions of dollars. There's no need to sit there and be a friend and a homeboy. I'm your daddy. So I see the big picture. I'm not afraid of getting cut off on the money side. Because if if all of a sudden you're not able to do your job, you're taking money from us as a family, as a group, any damn way. So I got to help you help yourself. I can't just sit back and sit courtside and get into confrontations with people or walk around and act like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I need to be able to recognize that dude hanging out with my son right now isn't it. That girl hanging out with my son right now isn't it. That guy representing my son isn't it. Let's sit down as a family and let's figure this out so we can get back on the right track and, and go down that right train so we don't trick off a billion dollars. Everybody keep talking about $40 million. 
damn 40 million. I'm talking about a billion. As I said yesterday, Jay, we're talking about shoe money, endorsements, opportunities that he can't even see right now on top of his basketball greatness. That's more to me than worrying about the wrong thing and hanging out. Yeah. Um, I want y'all to be okay, man. I, I, I really feel key. Like there's a, like there's an issue that is making his judgment impaired. If you catch my drift. I understand. And, I understand. um, you know, when <laughs> it's like when somebody tells you who they are, you have to believe them. You have to believe them. And if anybody, I mean, just before all this stuff went down, if I would, when I would go through Jaws' page, I would see a ton of self-inflicted wounds. Like, why are you posting that of yourself? Like, why are you posting yourself down in a bottle on a, on a, on a PJ? Like, there are reasons why certain people in positions like yours and ours, we don't post things. Some things are better kept private. And see, Key, like that, that impairment of judgment and that lack of awareness, it, there's a common theme here with that. Like even after they lost, think about it, Key. If you were Ja, you had all that stuff happen to you, and then you lost during the NBA playoffs, and your boy's like, yo, we going to go out tonight. We going to go out. And you in the middle of the club dancing, right? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong going out, cracking, find a way to relax. But you have a bottle of Casamigos in your hand, and you take it. You don't think you're being filmed? I don't even want you knowing I drink, though. You don't so. think people are watching that? Yeah. Like, you're just going to do that knowing what's happened before? Like, I, I, I gave this the other day. It's like me having a motorcycle accident, and then all of a sudden, like, coming back and playing, and I'm like, back on a motorcycle. Like, ah. Like, nah. <laughs> I haven't been back on one since. I don't even play anymore. Well, right? Oh, like, yeah. it, but it's just, but, like, finding that commonality, though, Max, like, there's something really, like, you, therapy and rehab are going to be important you know what? for him. I'm going to just say that. I've said that before. Yeah. I know we're going to keep talking about coming back from break because it deserves it. Because I want to hear your thought, thought on it too, Max. But, like, he, he's going to have to go to rehab for a serious All right, let, let's Let's keep talking about this. I don't think it's exhausted yet. Uh, we've exhausted the material here. And people, I'm sure, also want to weigh in. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Then we're going to get into the Lakers heading into game one. KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. See us on ESPNU till 10 a.m. You can download the app. If you don't already have it, click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app and scroll down to live radio. You're not tied down to your car radio. And you can download the podcast in case you missed anything. By the way, we're going to have more on John Morant. Gilbert Arenas is going to join us at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. But, Key, you and I still had a few things to say about it, um, about the Jaw situation. You know, I I did this uh, as something in a segment called The Agenda on this just in yesterday, kind of like an open letter to John Morant because – Ja is one of my two favorite athletes to watch in the world right now, along with Patrick Mahomes. He's just spectacular to watch. So I say this as a fan of his, right? When, when he originally got suspended, Adam Silver, in a statement, said that he appeared to be intoxicated. And so he was asked subsequently uh, by reporters if the counseling he saw, remember he had counseling and missed six games, so the eight-game suspension was really functionally a two-game suspension. He'd already missed the six games. And he said, no, it wasn't for alcohol abuse that he got counseling and that he doesn't have an alcohol problem. I think not only because Adam Silver in the statement mentioned that he appeared intoxicated, but because it seemed to be such a lapse in judgment, people immediately assumed there had to be some you know, reason not just internal reason, but you know, external. Like, what could affect judgment? Like, what could impair your judgment like this? And I gotta say, the fact that he's on IG Live again, and you have detailed key in the previous segment. It's not just the forty million that he misses in the super duper max extension because he didn't make All NBA. There's endorsement money. There's his next contract. There's a, you know, it could be a billion dollars he's playing with here. Not to mention his life. The, the fact that, like, I'm curious to know how he would answer that question now. Is there some kind of, you know, abuse of some kind of substance that is impairing judgment? Because, first of all, that's an, that's an explanation that works on people, right? Look, I messed up again, but there, I have this addiction. People will accept that if you're willing to, to seek counseling. And I'm not saying he definitely does, but I'm wondering that, the kind, that if someone denies it at this point, and they do even partake, let alone whether they think they, they, they abuse. For, for them to not use it at least as an explanation tells me, just personally, me, Key, in my experience, in my observation, that that person is not, it doesn't want to put anything you before know, the thing that they need. If that's a substance, whatever, that they yeah. want to protect that before they protect yeah. anything else. You know what I'm saying? You, you, yeah, no, I understand that. But but in terms of the speculation, I don't want to speculate. I only want to focus in on what we've seen on IG Live, right? So it, I don't even know how to operate an IG or a live. So <laughs> let's just start there. And I don't want to sound like I'm a thousand years old. But every time Jay shows us something or shows me something, it's always surrounded around an environment that probably isn't conducive to where he wants to be. And I and, I, and Jake Yates, 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 Yates and, and Pat, you guys are social media kind of darlings, so to speak. You like looking at the stuff. I just really honestly want to know because I played football 
at the highest level with the best of them. And I got down during my time. Okay, I did my thing. I, I was famous. Okay, I'm even more famous now that I work in television. I can't go anywhere without somebody stopping me and talking to me about Max or our shows or whatever you want to call it. Why is there a need for guys like Ja, who is famous, big time, to, to deal with putting his business on Instagram Live? It's not I'm at the dinner table on Thanksgiving with my family, but I'm out partying. Why is that? Could y'all, one of y'all explain that to me? Because I'm dumbfounded. I mean, like, to me, like, just if we take the, the situation for what we saw, like, the the live is going on for X amount of minutes, X amount of seconds before Ja grabs the strap, right? So having fun and all that is one thing. Like, being a young athlete is one thing. But whenever the live is pointed at you, his initial reaction was to grab that joint. Like, that's the problem more than anything. More than, you know, the speculatory, whatever, whatever his problem is, like, Live is something that's always going to be a part of our current culture and our youthful athletes. Them doing things in front of the live is the problem. But why do you need to go on a live if I'm all I'm all man, I'm Ja. I don't need put, to put go like this, on a King, live. If I'm if I'm, and I'm driving not even a car, and Yates, I'm not even talking about this particular incident. I'm talking about all yeah, the what's incidents. the why, Yates? What are you yes, saying is what, what is, is it why? in your generation where people feel even when they have enormous well, platforms like too. Ja, I'm not that old. So, oh, oh, you and I combined are over a hundred years old, Keith. But if you combine our age, yeah, y'all, y'all, so, y'all definitely, up yeah, we're old. Sure. But, 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 Yates. So, what is it about this generation that even when a guy has huge platforms, if he so chooses, like Ja, yeah. feels the need to live his life yes. on Instagram Live? That's the question. Well, Help the li- the lives are just you know capturing moments of fun and giving people insight into your life specifically. Now, this specific instance was Ja's friend going on live, and yeah. it was only about maybe a hundred twenty-five or so people that was watching that joint. All right, fine. But having fun on live is something that we as a society is going to see more and more and more of. The problem is what you do in front of that live because you know that it's coming up. You know that it's being, uh, you know, it's being recorded. Ja going and grabbing that is bad. Like you said, Bax, it's bad judgment on him. He Maybe should know just, better than to. He know. should know. Like if my, if I'm with my homie and my homie is, is is a proponent of going on live a lot, I as the person who's bringing in the in the money, I need to make sure that I'm not doing anything controversial or questionable. And that's where I don't understand why Ja decided. Because in the video, he's chilling, he's driving, he's having fun, and all that. And then all of a sudden, he pre- he pulls the strap out just to pull it out. Yeah. By the way, that's maybe I'm just that. that's the maybe, problem. Maybe me. I just don't understand. I guess. Because I feel I'm a, a, a private individual as much as I can be, and I'm in front of the camera all the time. Yeah, I don't a, need to be in front a, of another damn camera. It's a generation. It's, it's a gap for you, Key, because you it's came not, up. I'm around young dudes, though. But you came up in a, in an era in a lifetime where your news was given to you by somebody else. You're not getting everything at your fingertips. So you being on social media now as an adult who's done all the things that you've done is different than someone coming yeah, up key. into the space I like, of I social like, media. I like, I like when I was coming up more, Max. Key, yeah, right. When, when, <laughs> we, were, when we were that age, we had Come to on, wait man. until the next day to find out what happened yesterday. Right? We had to that. wait until it came I, I out of the newspaper. Man, this is what happened yesterday. It was called news. I, I get all that. I'm not the get-off-my-lawn dude. I'm not, I'm, I hang with younger dudes than me, okay? And when I'm at dinner and they pull out the thing trying to show the food, and I say, man, I don't yeah. want people knowing where the hell I'm eating at. You know what? Even, even beyond that, if, your jaw, that. if your jaw, if your jaw right now, 
if someone's pointing a phone at you, even if you think it's for your private video or private photos, whatever, right now you don't need to be seen with a strap. You don't need to be seen with a gun. If I'm with my family and I'm eating, I'm with my homeboys and we just out eating or we hanging out or something, that's cool. But when I'm listening to music and I'm in a club, not this incident, all of them, I don't need, if I'm in an adult club, I don't need to be put on video with people dancing around. I just don't need that. It, it's it just, I don't know, man. Social I, media is a drug key. Everyone feels as though they have to put, you know, what's going on in their life in the I, public, I get, which is fine. Like, that's the hard. new generation. Oh, no, wait, Yates, Yates just said something. Yates, wait, Yates, Yates just said just something, Key. for me, man. Key, Yates it's just hard. said something. This might be the convergence of three different kinds of addictions. This is completely speculative on my part, okay? But Ja did have, you know, alcohol all over his IG before he scrubbed it originally, right? And, yes. he, and, he, and Adam Silver did say he appeared intoxicated, and he was asked by reporters, do you, do you have an alcohol abuse problem? If he is, has some kind of substance issue, right? Issue. Even if he does imbibe, and he clearly imbibes, if that crosses over to addiction combined with an addiction to a certain lifestyle as a young guy and an addiction to social media, that's a disaster. It's a disaster. No, uh, Yates is always telling me it's a disease. Social media is a disease. I always ask Yates, why? Why are they doing Like, I just don't, like, I even ask my own wife, why? Why? It's not that deep. It's just not that you don't have to do it. I mean, but think I about guess, it, Key. Every time you around your I kids, guess. they might pull out the, uh, the, the saying every now oh, I'm a, I got to put this on the gram. I got to do this for the gram. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and like ju- they, just they that statement. They crazy with it. And, I, and what is it? Just because you're getting a, a certain type of food? Oh, I got to put it on the gram. For I, what? Yates, I, trust me. <laughs> what is that That's thing with the food? That's why I have to dye my hair every now and then because of the grays. With it the food? What is it with the food? the food, man? You know? I, every I, time I you try to eat, they're putting taking pictures? You got to take a picture every time you eat food? I'll take a picture and send it to y'all. You Max, know imagine saying? if Key pulls out his, his grand for his next Branzino with the fish. <laughs> no, I can't really. <laughs> that's, how you know, that's how you know we'd have lost Key forever. Yeah, man. y'all lost me forever if I'm doing that on some Instagram stuff. No, not at all. I just, I don't know, man. It, it, you can call me old. I'm out of touch. Whatever you want to. I ain't out of touch and I'm not old. I'm dialed in with all of it. I just choose not to do it. Which, in, in, you know. which player, this is the real question right now, Key, is going to have who is going to have the biggest effect on the Western Conference Finals? Game one is tonight, eight p.m. Eastern. Lakers Nuggets. KJM ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Joined now by half man, half amazing. Eight-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA. Many people consider him the greatest dunker who ever lived. Vince Carter, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what, this, this, this instrumental, this record here was it's amazing. Tough. It's tough. It's, it's, v it's to the C. Oh, there he is. Hey, What's, What's going on? Baby? How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm trying to calm down still. Man. I understand. I'm, no. You for, know, they, for, for good they be, reason. They be having me fired up sometime in the back room, you know. <laughs> for good reason. Vince, what's your reaction to now a, a second incident with John Morant holding a gun on Instagram Live? It's, it's, it, I'm disappointed because um, his, his, his mother and my mother are, are very good friends. Mm. And I, for Ja, I think he has to take a step back in a quiet room, a dark room, and re- figure out what's important to him. What's important to you? What are you trying to accomplish from this day forward? Because you're on the, on the verge of blowing it all. You have two hundred plus million. What are you doing? What are you? Are, are you trying to give it back? If that's the case, just go donate it, because that's what you're doing. You're giving it back, and and it's like one thing about Ja, I I, I like about him, and it's now going to continue to be overshadowed. He's great with kids. Mm. He gives back. You see, after games, he he and his daughter to go, and he's and she's understanding how to give back and do for others. He's empowering that to her. But it's going to always get overshadowed because of this. Like, I, I, he has to just sit back and say, what's important? Because those followers, those kids that you touch off the court all the time are now there's something following you. There's something extra tragic, we, you just brought it up, about a good person who is self-destructive, yeah. whose, whose destructive tendencies seem to be aimed at themselves, right? It seems that way to me about Ja. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's scary and... and, and You've heard multiple people. I've heard, you know, Jalen say it's a cry for help. And we, we all have to, when we get that opportunity, you know, obviously if he's willing, but we have to, you know, wrap our arms around him and, and say, what's up? You know, and, and right now you're, we're trying to crack a hard shell. You know, he, you know, Jay, I've heard you talk about it before. You know, you know, he, he is something, it's some, it's some skeletons he, he needs to address, yeah. I think, personally. BC, you and I were, kind of talking about this and uh, smiling at our own past. Um, but, like, when you, got, when you got drafted to Toronto, was that, a, was that an older locker room? Because I know oh, you, yeah. you had, you had I, Alvin it, Williams. It was, right? Yeah, it was, I, it was two young guys. And everybody else had at least eight years. And, and, and Alvin probably, like, three years. But, yeah, we were young. How, how, did, how did your vets talk to you? About Because <laughs> I know there were ways you, you Remember spoke I had Charles Oakley. You had Oak, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had Kevin Willis. I had Doug Christie. I had uh, D. Brown. So all of these guys, like D. Brown played with Larry Bird. Doug Christie played with Magic. Obviously, Oak played with Jordan. Kevin Willis played with Neek. So when I walk in, the first day, it was just kind of like, you know, getting the feel of, you know, the NBA life the second day. Oak put his arm around me and said, I'm going to show you how this is done. You, it wasn't like, follow me, you, you know, you're going to follow me. What do, you t- what do you say to that? And you understood it and respected it. And I was prepared each and every night. But I understood the do's and don'ts. And they made sure of that each and every night. But I had an entire locker room of veterans 
You walk into an NBA locker room now, as you as you know, it's the total opposite. You might see one or two veterans. Well, one veteran, and everybody else is young. So it's kind of the blind leading the blind. Look, Chris, I never see Jaw with his teammates. It's really interesting. Like, I, like out, like in about, like I, I, I kind of like clicked on me as you talk about because a lot of that stuff, you know, I know that when the season's over and everybody goes different ways. But like, I just wonder. Like with Jaron Jackson or like with Tyus Jones, like do they do things to get – because there, there isn't – Steven Adams could be that, but he's – I don't know if he's as demonstrative right. as a leader as those other guys. And uh, the one thing, you know, it's said often is when you have veterans that aren't playing much, it's hard for their voice to carry and stick. Got to be a guy who still can do it. Yeah. I mean – CJ McCall, like someone Giannis, like that. though, is, is an exception yeah. to the rule because he's been there. So he's respected, you know, as far as his accomplishments. But, yeah, like I said, guys that are, you know, for me, I, I was fortunate enough, and I told coaches, like, I would love to come to your, in, into your locker room and be the vet, but let me go show them by example. Not, not, I mean, let me go do it on the court, not just use my voice, use my voice all the time, because it's like some, some guys, that doesn't translate when you're having a conversation. It's like, yeah, I hear you. But when you can go out there and see it, when you you can now pull a guy aside, it's like, see, this is the mistake. Let me show you that that you, you don't have that anymore. Yeah, it's the blind leading the blind. Yeah, Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max VC. I'm gonna let you analyze some stuff now. Uh, Lakers Nuggets tonight at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN and ESPN Radio. Who do you have tonight, VC, and who do you have to take the series? Well, I'm going to work backwards. I have the Denver Nuggets taking the series. Uh, I think, my, in my opinion, I think game one is important for the Lakers because at the end of the day, if this goes to seven, it comes back to Denver. And Denver's been damn good at home. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I think LeBron needs to establish, get his team, you know, establish their, their dominance early if possible. You know, particularly Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is huge in this series uh, for on both ends of the court, not just offensively. So I, I think the Lakers need to find a way to get one in Denver, which is a tough task. BC, what, what's another? There's so many good matchups, right? Like KCP played for the Lakers. Uh, Bruce Brown, you saw him in that last series against Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Knows how to be a pest. Aaron Gordon, I think. Like that, that's, you know, that's a matchup against LeBron. It's not like Andrew Wiggins where he's 205 pounds. It's dude like 230. It's a different physical and presence jump out the gym. going against Bron. I, I think he has to, to play well because he has a responsibility. I, th- I think he's going to draw – obviously he's going to draw that matchup um, on LeBron. But I, he has to make LeBron work. And I think if, if I'm in Denver's locker room, I'm telling him, don't be passive. Don't, don't let LeBron off the hook where defensively – He's always playing help side as opposed to having garden actions and having to guard a guy going after him. I feel like that's important. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think he plays a huge role in that because, like we said earlier, you know, LeBron is, is going to you know, put his mark on, on, on the series and on, on game one. But it's tough for LeBron to do that if he's having to guard that action or guard that guy going at him every, every other play. Vince, we're out of here in 30 seconds so quickly. Does Jimmy Butler give the Heat a puncher's chance? I even? think Jimmy Butler does. But who is going to follow? Who's going to be number two? Is Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo going to be that number two guy? And they need a third guy to play well. 
don't know. Exactly. Tell It'd be me. Nice who. to have Tyler Hero or someone. A- absolutely, right? but yeah. they need somebody to have a special series to give them a puncher's chance. Seems in my like opinion. Bam might be that third guy sometimes the way Gabe Vincent has played. Mm. Of course, I don't know, man. I'm with you though. The great Vince Carter, ladies and gentlemen. KJM. Who does another title mean more for? AD or LeBron? Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. KJM. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.